You're listening to High Shelf Gaming. High Shelf Gaming is a podcast where David and Rich discuss tabletop gaming. Everything from board games and role-playing games to gaming conventions. They provide reviews, strategies, tips, and house rules to enhance your gaming and convention-going experience. Hey everyone, David here with High Shelf Gaming, and as always, I'm joined by the vanquished, Rich. Dave, how are you doing? How'd you know that my bard's new name is Rich the Vancouver? Because he comes from, he hails from Vancouver, so he's a Vancouver. I didn't know you knew I was in Canada for a while, so um, I did not know that was the nickname for Vancouverians until later. Oh, wow. So wow. thank you for that. Yeah, that's uh, that's fantastic. So I'm glad to, to have uh, accidentally stumbled upon your newest iteration of Bard. Yes. The Canadian. <laughs> yeah, he has a plus five charisma when it Great. comes to when he has his tuxedo on. It's oh, yeah. His, awesome. His Canadian tuxedo. Yeah. That's yeah. right. Yeah. But is that is that the cursed Canadian tuxedo or is that the the not cursed one? It's the cursed one. So all the dragons <laughs> want to have sex with me. It's terrible. <laughs> and you have to apologize for everything. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Which is the other part. Oh, man. Okay, so today, dude, okay. So this kind of follows on from our PAX Unplugged gig. And, you know, you and I are recording this on Sunday before PAX South. Bro, are you ready for PAX South? Um, No. <laughs> yeah, I still need to uh, finish up my module there. I'm just going to do a little bit of tweaking, so I'll sure. fit that in this week sometime. So, yeah, yeah and if not... We'll just wing it. Yeah. <laughs> no one yeah. will know, will they? Yeah, no. No, no, no. It'll be good. It'll be real good. Yeah, and, and uh, I'm so looking forward to how PAX South goes. But this episode being about PAX Unplugged, specifically about Oceans by North Star Games, I got to sit down with Bruce Vogue over at North Star Games. We sit down. North Star did a Kickstarter for Oceans. I think that the first round of Kickstarters are getting their Oceans copies now. And there's like future rounds and then eventually it's going to show up in the stores i kind of feel like oceans is going to go the way of wingspan where they just can't keep enough in the stores because when we got to play it at the show it was a really fun game excellent yeah it was really really good so bruce obviously has some great insights into how like things work this is a, a great interview for everybody to listen in on and hear you know, some of the insights of, of how Oceans came to be and some of the back end stuff and what the game's really about and um, how it's different from Evolutions and uh, but still kind of thematically very similar to Evolutions. Yeah. You know, like there's just a lot of really cool. It was a really good interview. I mean, he did a really great job going through things and why things were this way. I was very impressed. Yeah. Maybe we should just jump straight into the interview. Folks, this is going to be a little bit different than our normal episode. Rich and I are not going to talk the entire time. It's going to go to this interview. And we're going to hear Bruce and David at PAX Unplugged talk about oceans and North Star Games and snacks. And it was really interesting. So give it a listen. Hey, everyone. This is David over at High Shelf Gaming. And I'm here at PAX Unplugged with Bruce Vogue from North Star Games. Hey. Dude, thank you so much for coming on. Um, thank you so much for having me. We are currently, just so that uh, those yeah. of you listening yeah. understand exactly how glamorous this is. <laughs> we are here on a day before the show starts in a closed 
convention center bar. <laughs> not a real bar. <laughs> right, not no, a no. real bar. I need a, you to know this. It's as sad as it can be. It's like dark. They don't even have the lights on in this section. Yeah. We're just, we're hiding. They have just like, just enough mood lighting so that you don't think you can take things and that it's not like open normally. Right. Yeah. And there's this staffer that keeps walking by, like looking at us, like, are they going to leave or? <laughs> I think mostly it's want to make sure we don't take a nap. Right. I think as long as we're doing something active, they're fine with it. Yeah. But that's what they're worried about. So I just want you to know, it's not all glamour here, mm -hmm. and it's hard, hard work. Dave, <laughs> David is doing hard work that's right. hiding in the dark corners of this convention to make sure you have that sweet, sweet content. That's right. That's right. Thank you so much for that, Bruce. Yeah, so uh, we were just talking about Rat Snacks yes. and your, your podcast. So... I, will, I do want to talk about North Star Games and all the cool stuff you guys are doing. Please but, do. But this show that you're doing sounds fucking hilarious. So. <laughs> so, so we do a podcast called The Party Game Cast featuring The Party Game Cast, a podcast <laughs> about party games and games you take to parties. That name is incredible. Yeah, well, it's, it's something. It makes for a real difficult-to-get-to website. Um, <laughs> just one long dot .com at the one end. long dot .com. <laughs> you uh, knew that nobody had that. Yeah, we, we felt like we could get it everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and we were pretty much able to, like, we, yeah. at Party Game Cast, because Twitter won't let you. We put the right. whole thing in, and Twitter yeah. was like, no. Yeah. And then we took some of the end off, and Your Twitter was like, can't no be an entire tweet worth of characters exactly <laughs> exactly so yeah we've been doing it for about six years nice we literally just cover party games or games you take to parties so yeah. we deem that as such yeah uh, party games are pretty easy to understand yeah um we will do games that take smaller numbers of people if they're like real ridiculous Okay. So by that I mean like a lot of the Haba games. Oh, like yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I think that Rhino Hero counts as a party game even though it only plays four. Sure. So we'll cover stuff that, or we'll cover bigger games that cover a ton of people. Yeah. If it covers eight or nine or ten people. Yeah, like the the secret Hitlers of the world and all that. Of kind of course, stuff. Yeah, and that yeah, we yeah. think very much deems within party games. But yeah. sometimes, like my dream, we've never gotten this episode. I dream that someday we get it. Is that we play uh, diplomacy? Yes. But then we edit it like a reality show <laughs> yes. where people every once in a while are like in the booth like. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that is so brilliant because you know that diplomacy is a great way to lose friends. Yeah. It's a great way to have your last party. Yep. Of party games. But it does seat like a lot of people. Oh, it definitely like, does. Like as many like as many people as there are countries in the game, right? Like each person can be in charge of their own thing. So yeah, that's a lot of people. Yeah, I want to say it's like eight people. And maybe, I think you might have just written it. Whenever we make the decision that yeah. we're just going to fade off into that good life, <laughs> that may be the last episode is we do diplomacy. It's like a four-episode run. Where like for like, a, yeah, for four months we do it. For ten years we've been building towards <laughs> diplomacy as a party game with reality star or reality TV style like interview booths. Yep. Where it's like... I'm totally gonna dip, double cross Norway. Oh, if you had any idea how bomb they're gonna be in a second. Because <laughs> yeah. me and Germany have this thing, it's gonna work. <laughs> yeah, I know that Norway thinks we are going to help them, but they are in so much trouble. They have no ideas, there would be nothing left when we are done. Norway gets on there. <laughs> Guys, I'm doing so great, I've got so many allies. <laughs> It's the best. Everyone loves me. They're going to kill each other. It's great. Yeah, I think that has like real strong promise. Super, super strong promise. Yeah, I can't believe you're not already doing this. I, I want to watch we, that right now. We, we've talked about it. We've talked about it. And then at the beginning of every show we do, it's called What the Food. Yeah. Where we eat some snacks and talk yeah. about the snacks. So yeah. like what's really great is, is all of you listen, I'm sure you love all of this, but yes. at least you have a solid content stream. It's almost like there's people that just want to hear food content right. and then people that just want to hear board game content. That's so not... That's not your the, way. The half of the show that they want to listen to. <laughs> do, do people like skip? <laughs> like, I've got my food content. Now I'm done. So, so the wildest <laughs> thing is that these shows, I sort of learn about it. Uh -huh. So a lot of people say, oh, you know, we listen to the show. We really love it. I'm like, oh, really? So what did you think of? And, uh, you know, like whatever, yeah. you know, medium. And they're like, yeah. oh, no, we, I don't, I, I hope it doesn't upset you. 
<laughs> and you're like, uh oh, here it comes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I also have people that go the other way. They go, man, you know, you had some really insightful content about Medium. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, so what did you think of that? They're like, look, I can tell listening to it that you guys really like making that food stuff, so I'm not mad at you. <laughs> but I usually fast it's forward what, 40 minutes into it's the show. Not what I'm there for. It's not what I'm there for. <laughs> I'm there for hard hitting party game content. <laughs> So we're like, okay, oh, whatever you want to listen. And like, sure. what I really love is both sides. Like, people that just want the food are like, I understand that for you to have kind of a home in a community, yeah. you've got to cover board games. Yeah. So you know what? You do you. And the people that want the board games are like, look, you guys seem to have fun. You seem to like the snacks. People seem to talk to you about them. If that's what it takes to have a following, you know, I'm not mad. But I really, I care very much about your opinions on game wise. You, you, you could do a Patreon or something where you say, look, you just get the board game content, or you just get the food content. So interesting you should say that. We do have a Patreon. Oh, good. Uh, and at the $2 level, you just get an extra episode of food. Yes. You have to go up to $5, where you get the food, and you also get the board game, the additional board game yes. content. So that is, in fact, a thing that we yeah. do. It's like, look, I understand that you want this, so I'm going to make you pay for it. <laughs> you can totally get this. What we do, so the good thing is, I don't yeah. know if, if you have a Patreon here, and if you do, by all means, everyone support it. But we needed to do tier levels. And we're like, so then every month we'll do just an extra half an episode yeah. for people there. And then what we yeah. do is, is we use it for extra content on the main feed. Oh, like, nice. Like two months later, sure. we edit it together real sloppily. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And we're yeah. like, hey, if you had backed our Patreon you two already months heard ago, this. you'd already heard this. Yeah. Here we go. Yeah. So it's kind of a neat way to like make, we are a once a month podcast, and it's sure. a neat way to make it a once every two week podcast. Podcast. Nice. That's, That's kind smart. Of fun. That's, That's smart. kind of fun. I was, I was just taken in by your whole story around the wrap snacks and all this <laughs> stuff. There, it's like, all right, we got to talk about that at least a little bit. Yeah, there's a there's a whole rap brand called Rap Snacks. Uh, R A P S N A X. Yeah. Every one of them, it's a it's a African American owned business. Everybody that's involved are all hip hop artists that yes. endorse all the snacks. Yes. And from what I understand, like they're pretty involved in it. But we were shocked. Like we got the Fetty Wap snack, and then <laughs> I love that there's Wap. a Fetty Wap snack. Just yeah. Straight up, I'm so happy there's a Fetty Wap snack. And then we were like, Nicki Minaj did this. <laughs> we're like, she's not too big to be a part of rap. She snacks. is now. <laughs> and then I think Master P, I think did wow. a bunch of like like when you look at the list. Like yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. If you care nothing about hip hop, right. it's just going to be gobbledygook to you. Right. Yeah. But if you a little bit ever pay attention to the yeah. hip-hop charts you're like yeah. oh these are real people wow. this isn't this isn't someone i've never heard of right and it's all these crazy flavors and i forget yeah. one of the rappers i forget which one it is every one of his snacks is something something and a dab of ranch so we're like <laughs> all right cool but we were just talking to someone that's bringing me some rap snacks for us to talk about on the show that's so, so that's so good that's so good i'm excited um so yeah uh maybe we started talking a little bit about yeah, north star yeah you know that's what i'm here for that's yeah. the shirt i have on i'm wearing right. the north star jersey right yeah so yeah. that's what we're here to we talk have to rep about. the team absolutely e exactly yeah. exactly so i understand you just talked about evolution yes yeah we talked about evolution climate Okay. Our friend Elise down in California, she loves the game. Beautiful. Um, when we had her on for the Women in Gaming episode, she mentioned Evolution, so we picked it up, okay. played it in the house, played it with our friends, brought her back on to talk about it, and it's a freaking adorable and awesome game. Isn't it? Yeah. Like, I, I want, okay, I had this burning question as I was playing it, how do you decide, because the, 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 the things that get attached to the creatures. The traits. Traits. The traits that get attached to the creatures, mm -hmm. they're so interesting, but they also balance pretty well. Yes. How the heck do you figure out, like, I need this trait to be interesting, but I also don't want it to rule the game. Okay, so what I'm gonna do is, first of all, I'm yeah. just gonna let everyone know. Yeah. I'm the media guy. Okay, I'm not yeah. the designer. Gotcha. Dominic is the designer, but we yeah. have a lot of discussions about this, so yeah, I feel sure. comfortable talking about yeah. it. But I just want you to know, like, I don't want you to think you heard the designer talk about it. No, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so Dominic, first of all, he was a touring pro magic player. 
Okay. So that was kind of part of how he got his start in this. Sure. And he found the game that was originally a Russian game called Evolution. Oh. And he looked at it and he played it and he said, this is almost a game. It's there's almost a, a game. Because well, well, he was like, there's, there's a lot. I feel like there's really... a joke in here about like Russian made cars. <laughs> <laughs> well, he looked at it and he said, what's well, kind of a little more simulation oh. than game. He was like, this oh. is super interesting. Yeah, yeah, But yeah. it's like, it's not quite balanced because it's actually mimicking Real. nature. Yeah, it's kind of like, was... like Spore, the old video game. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like, um, I want to say the Phil Eklund games. Okay. Um, do a really good job at like actually mimicking nature. Right. But what Dominic brought from his magic background was, yeah, but like it needs to be a game too and it needs to be balanced <laughs> it too. needs to be fun yeah yeah and he talks a lot about this anytime anybody will talk to him about sort of the emotional impact of, of a card nice um he worked a lot of that on oceans we'll talk about oceans in a minute sure um but for evolution they need to be you need to feel powerful playing them yeah but at the same time he spends oh my word i wasn't around for the design of of sure. uh, climate sure but i've seen it on oceans yeah just hundreds of hours and really? tons of playtest groups. I mean, for Oceans, which is the one I was around to watch, yeah. he had something like 50 groups that did like 20 wow. hours a piece wow. to keep making sure that these were as balanced as they could be. And that was an interesting point you made about the emotional impact of a yes. card. Because I want to say, as soon as I get like the fatty tissue card, it's like, all right, I'm gonna make me a big boy. Yes. And this is so much fun. There's like an, a, an immediate emotional connection with the card that's in my hand. That is so cool to be aware of. Yeah, and that is exactly what he wants to design. That's what he wants to make. Yeah. Um, he also made Wits and Wagers. Okay, and yeah. And what he liked about that was, great party game. Right. He likes those big moments of, you know what? I think we're right. Let's bet all the money. Bam! Yeah. And yeah. that's what he's building towards. Yeah. Um, but he said, you know, like, I can get that in a party game, and it doesn't have to be as well balanced because it's a party game. So, right. like, if somebody wins all the money on turn two... Okay, yeah. it's a party game. Yeah, whatever. We'll play it again because because uh, somebody was like, "Oh, I see how you did that. Now I want to put my spin on it or something like that." Exactly. That's the joy of the party game. It doesn't it doesn't run for four hours. Yes. It runs for an hour tops. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and really, uh, wits and wagers. I would say I always tell people it times like a TV game show. Okay. About twenty two minutes. Nice. Because uh, you don't have commercials at your house. Right. Um, if <laughs> right, you stop right. for commercials, at time at thirty. Yeah. So he wants those big moments, and he talks about it a lot, especially with oceans. He talked about it a ton, and once again, we'll get into that in just a second. Yeah. Um, but that every card feels good even if you lose you felt like right. you had a chance you right. cared you de developed an emotional connection with your species yeah I, I completely agree that a game where after turn two or three you feel like you no longer have a chance and the game is going to keep going those are tough those yeah. are tough games to play. So, and like when we play Evolution, I can definitely feel when I'm falling behind. Yeah. You know, but it's like nah, I still got I still got some skin in this game. Yeah. You know, especially with like three or four players where people can start to kind of ignore me for a little bit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's definitely a lot of feeling like you can come from behind. Well, and that's part of the reason for depending on which version of the game you have, either the yeah. bags or the screens. Yeah. Is so that like. You kind of know, right. but you don't exactly know. Because right. if you exactly knew, it might take you emotionally out of the game. Right. But kind of like vaguely thinking you're yeah. in bad shape but not really knowing yeah. helps a lot more to sort of the emotional play of the game. Right, right. Yeah, you're not watching them just stack the food. Exactly. In the open, like in poker where they're stacking the ships in poker. Yeah. It's like, oh man, I'm super not going to lose or not going to win World Series of Poker this year because yeah. I'm in this position. Yeah, you don't have that problem. Yeah, and that's part of like the nuance of poker right. is that I can use my giant stack to right. upset you. Right. 
Right. And I don't even need to play the game. I can just say, like, do you see all of this in yeah. front of me? <laughs> yeah. Why do you don't see you the just, walls of Jericho How about you just here? give up? <laughs> yeah. How about you just give yeah. up now? Yeah. Yeah, you yeah know, exactly. We're done. And we don't want that in a party game. No, not right. at all. Right. And, and really, uh, with the way that Dominic designs these, he doesn't really want them in any game. Oh, he, nice. he always wants you to feel like you have a chance, even, awesome. if, even if you don't, quite frankly. <laughs> because, like, no one wants to be in that game where you just, right. you know you're done. Right. And also, as, as someone who, like, sometimes runs away with a game, it can kind of start to feel bad. Yes. Because it's like, oh, I'm trying to have fun with my friends, and I know the next three turns I'm going to win this, so can we stop now so we can just like, play something else that has fun? Yeah. So I like the idea in Evolution, and it sounds like your other games as well, where you don't have that concern. Because again, as, a, as somebody who th I think I'm running away with it, I actually don't know if I'm running away with it. Yeah, and we try to make it so that it's not... Now, don't get me wrong. Sure. Um, Evolution's a skill game. Right. So if you are just better... You are just going to be better. But we hope that <laughs> right. emotionally everyone was in it. Right. And everyone was interested till the end because if yeah. nothing else, they've sort of built... And I never know how many people understand this concept, so when I bring it up, people look at me funny sometimes. Sure. But headcanon... Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that, yeah. that your headcanon about your, your dudes, your guys, your folks... Right. ...is important enough to you right. that winning or losing maybe takes a little bit of a second fiddle, especially if you're not winning. Right, yeah, yeah. So let's let's break down headcanon real quick, because I don't think that's a term we've used ever on this show. Okay, so canon is the like the actual book of a narrative of right. fiction. So if you talk about Star Wars, you would say that the movies that have been made over the years are the canon. They make yep. up the real story. Right. And that any of the like weird side books made in the nineties or the quote, fan or the fanfics or you the find fanfics <laughs> yeah. are quote non canon. Right. Yeah. There's also another idea called head canon. Okay. And what that is is this. This is a story you make up in your head mm -hmm. about things happening around you that you have entirely invented. Right. So I would say this, if you're on a bus or you're on mass transit and you see a person frantically looking on their phone, looking worried, you're creating a story in your head where you're saying, man, I hope her kids are okay. Or right. I wonder how her brother's doing. Or right. I wonder what's befallen her. And then yeah. you might just be bored and start to build that up more and more and more. And that is headcanon. Right, right, right. So right. in this case, like... Yeah, in truth, she's really just trying to frantically win Pokemon Go. Exactly. And you have and no she's idea. Like, she's like, no, no, I'm going to get you. Oh, I'm going to get you. I'm going to get you like great ball lick a yeah. Oh, I'm getting you. But you don't know that. And the same right. thing in this game. You say, like, you know, I have these big boys. And right. these big boys with the snarly jowls and right. big old teeth right. should do well. And I yeah. want them to do well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so you start to build this story in your head of how you feel these creatures exist. Nice. And that's sort of, we at least want you to be lost in that if you're not right. obsessively trying to win You know, game. and when we talked about it, like, Elise made that point. It's like, I love just making creatures and I fall in love with my creature. Yes. And so as, for her, like, this game was actually really important for her to get out of the analysis paralysis that some yeah. games will give you. Yeah. Instead, she could focus on making really interesting and fun creatures and seeing how they do in the world. Yes. And kind of get behind the story of her creature instead of the, am I, you know, optimized to win this strat against this type of deck or whatever. You yeah. know, like it really got her out of the decision paralysis. She could have fun with it and then, but still be strategic as she was trying to win. You yeah. Know? But, but, oh, but had an extra game going on there. Then I think, so let's transition from that into Oceans, if you don't mind. Yeah, yeah, okay? let's do that. So Oceans is the next one coming out. We're calling it the next in the series, but it's really not. For those of you out there, it's it's a standalone game. Yeah. Um, it's only kind of in the world because the, the Earth and the ocean are in the same place. Um, <laughs> so evolution just, and the oceans occupy the same territory. Yeah, but yeah. they'll never. So essentially what happened yeah. was, was we wanted to make it as an expansion. We're like, yeah. you know what helps people buy games? Expansions. Yep. And we talked to an oceanographer. Oh. And he said, yeah, man, you can't put them in your game. And we were like, what do you mean? And he said, okay, here's the deal. Yeah. 
<laughs> there is the there's the evolution of the land. Right. And there is the evolution of the sea. Yeah. And a very small band of creatures are on the ocean line. Yeah. But what you can't do is have a whale attack a giraffe. Right. It simply doesn't happen. Right. They don't even see each other unless one's wheeled by the other in a zoo. Yeah. Like, this is not real. Like, right. you think it is because right. you see this as one big planet. Right. And technically, we're all interconnected organisms. Sure. But, like, it's a long chain that gets sure. you from a rhino and, to and a as, seahorse. And as humans, we are the unique species that gets to see holistically the picture. Yes. None of these others go anywhere beyond the shrubbery or the coral reef that they live in. Exactly. And we also, as humans, are unique creatures in that we feel that we can put them in the same box because we can see them. And they're so cute. Yeah. I need the cute things together. Yeah, we're like, what do you mean that a beaver yeah. and an octopus yeah. are not, I have them both on my backpack. Yeah, they're adorable yeah, together. Exactly. So that was the first thing the oceanographer we talked to he was like, gotcha. look, that the amount of steps you'd have to go to put these two together, you're not willing to go into. That is really, you guys got the right oceanographer to yes. not just be like, Yes, let's make that happen. And says, like, mm, no. <laughs> and he was like, I think you can even make this happen within the games that you make. Like, like sure. looking at evolution. Yeah, this could happen, but it can't happen this way. Yeah. So we took that and said, okay, well, what can we do? And yeah. that's how we sort of ended up at where we are at with this game. Nice. So since you've already covered evolution, I'm yeah. going to boil down evolution in the simplest way I think I can. Okay. Which is that evolution, the riddle of evolution is... How do I get as many creatures as possible on the board so that I can get more cards in my hand so I can use that currency to win? Right. Okay? Yep. Um, and I think that's the simplest way if we take all the everything out of it and we boil it down to, that's what it is. Yep. Yep. With, Killing someone else's species, or even worse, forcing them to kill their own species, yes. is like the power play in evolution. Absolutely. Yeah. But essentially, you're just trying to get as much currency in your hand as possible right. to do all the devious things that you want to do. Right. And that also speeds up the game, because the yes. more cards in your hand, the quicker we are to ending the game. Exactly. Yeah. Um, in Oceans, the riddle is... How do I feed all of these species with only one feeding turn? Oh. So what happens in this game is, now, there's no longer the concept of a carnivore. Right. Or an omnivore. Interesting. This is the ocean. Okay. Anything can attack anything. <laughs> the only time you can't is the there wild are, west, yeah. is you can highly specialize as an apex predator. Gotcha. Or you can highly specialize as a filter feeder. And filter oh. feeders kind of have those like Cthulhu like yeah, 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 thing yeah, on their yeah. face. Yeah, so yeah. they are not going to attack anything. Right. And yeah. your great white sharks are not going to filter feed. They're not going to eat any of the plankton. Like they're, right. they're, they're not going to eat any of the coral. They're only right. going to attack things that kind of swim. Yeah. So unless you go to those two far ends of the spectrum, everything else is either going to eat from the reef as it needs to or attack other people as it needs to. And so do the do the creatures kind of all start in this middle zone together so they're all kind of dangerous to one another and dangerous and and feeding from the coral reef? You, you essentially does... start with the ability to feed at either one from the reef or you can attack for a point. Okay, okay. And that's everything has that until yeah. you start to specialize. Neat. And then your specialty cards actually put an X over one oh. of your two traits. Because that's one of the things that people say, well, what if I'm a filter feeder and an apex predator? Right. like, interesting, you die. Yeah. And they're like, well, but I can get five from here and five from here. We're like, no, yeah. the X's mean you can get zero from there and zero, zero from, from there. there. Yeah. So yeah. Um, yeah. that's the main thing is trying to figure out. So you have one turn, every turn you can play a couple of cards. Sure. And those are new traits. 
And you can also use them to do things. There's also a, a neat, and I wish I had the actual game. We're actually waiting for the copies to come in okay. um, for, for us to show people. Yeah, we yeah, don't gonna... have them yet for sale. Okay, but you're going to have them at the show for demo. The show will be here for demo. And okay, they're yeah. actually coming in, but I don't think they're coming to like 5 o'clock tonight. Okay, so yeah. I just don't have one to show you. But there's a, a neat thing called sort of the reef and ocean area that's in the, that would sit between us. Yeah. And it's literally like wells. So there's a big well that is the reef, and that's gotcha. where you can eat from. And then there sure. are three or four, there are one, two, three steps away that are the ocean. Okay. So part of what you can do is move fish from one place to another as oh, you need to, yeah. to either starve people out or help you out so that you can feed from the reef. Oh. Additionally, there are cards that cause new events to come in the game. So there's the Cambrian Explosion. And once the Cambrian Explosion hits, and what that means in this game is right. when one of these ocean wells has had all of its fish moved into the reef there is a card that has a new quality. When that happens, the Cambrian Explosion hits. Okay. Uh, we do it in the game visually like it's an asteroid. It's really not. It's just right. a period of time where there was rapid evolution in the seas. Right, right. When yeah. this happens, all of a sudden there's a brand new trait. And the new trait is sort of, um, a lot of games would call it environmental. Right, where yeah. It, it takes it, over everything. It impacts the entire game state. Exactly. Yeah. And now it says like, well, if, when you attack, you now attack plus one. Right. Um, there's also a concept at the end of a turn after you fed everything, everything decays a little bit. And that represents just some of the fish in your species dying yeah. off. Yeah. And it that's what happens. you score. Yeah. So uh, it may say, hey, instead of one every turn, unfortunately, it's toxic waters three every turn. Yeah. And at the end of your turn, yeah, you, you, have to, you, have to, you have to grow fast enough to outpace the decay. Yes. Nice. And you see that that's coming. At the yeah. beginning of the game, it's not a, a face down card. It's a right. face up card that says, right. when these fish are gone, bam, this thing's going to happen. Prepare for it. Right. So you know what's going to happen. Additionally, that opens up one more thing called the deep. Okay. The deep is a deck of, and I don't want to get this wrong, I'll say 50, but it's more than 50, completely unique traits. Okay. So the game has... Um, oh, wow. So, yeah, with Evolution, there were many... The same traits were over and over there again. There are 17 traits in Evolution, yeah, and there are multiple so, copies of each. And so now you're going to have a deep deck of unique traits that no one else gets to play with. Yeah, the surface, which is what you start the game with, yeah. is, and I hope I don't get this wrong, uh, unfortunately you're my first interview of hey, I'm this, here. so hey, by the we, fourth we, interview I'll have it right. Yeah, no, that's perfectly um, fine. It's, I believe it's 11 different traits or 10 different traits sure. that you use in that game. Yeah. Once the Cameron explosion hits, and you've seen these, they're kind of in a Ticket to Ride style flop, sure. where you have three cards and you can pull the one you want every nice, turn. Nice, nice, um, But you can't way. use them until the Cambrian explosion. Gotcha. But these are where it gets absurd right so it's everything from things we know but in this game super powered versions sure. so maybe you're an apex predator but you're like a super apex predator so you're a more dangerous one right um it starts to then get to the edge of what we understand so things like there are some crustaceans that don't age oh they just are eternal oh um, yeah and we're just learning that yeah like some of the jellyfish that just don't die they yes. live forever yeah yeah and yeah, that, yeah that's yeah. a trait you can pick yeah up. well and also the oceans have had way more variety than what we see today exactly over the eons the oceans have done incredible weird weird things so and yeah that makes that a lot is, of sense so the deep covers what we know in the game yeah the edge of what we know as humans nice. and then goes into just complete fantasy that's awesome so like you can get a kaiju so like like godzilla you can become godzilla <laughs> Awesome. Um, there is the uh, draconic, so you shoot like fire water. Well, not like not like fire water, like vodka, but like right, yeah, right, fire right. water. Right, yeah, at yeah, people. Yeah, yeah, not not the fun stuff, but the painful stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, got it. So yeah. like, there's the draconic that can shoot fire water. There's one just called sparkles, 
where and it was I don't know if it's in every copy or it was just a, pr a thing for the Kickstarter. Yeah. But the art almost looks like the Powerpuff Girls, <laughs> and it's just like a sparkly fish that does things. Yes. Um, so can I make the rainbow mantis shrimp or whatever? Yes. No. No. He's in it. Yes. Um. Uh. So there's a thing called a cavitation yes. bullet. Yes. So the thing yes. he has is cavitation where he can yes. he can boil the water in front of him. Yes. Yes. And destroy things without yeah. actually touching them. Yeah. Kind he can of. just yeah. kind of melt through them. In yeah. this, he has the cavitation bullet yes. where he fires a thing across that does it. And that's what we were saying, Link. That so is awesome. this is our first time in one of these games for us to touch science fiction. Oh, Because, yeah. like, it, it also has the Leviathan. Yeah. It also has the Kraken. Nice. It also, like, we, it has the Hydra. Yeah. All of these are in the game. That's cool. So it is everything that we know, what we are starting to learn, and things that we believe most likely, and we have to say it this way because it's the ocean. Right, yeah. That most likely don't exist. Right. But we're, we're not really, sh like, yeah. some of the stuff we put in the game... It was like a thing where we're like, this must be real. Well, you know, like, um, the sailors of the ancient times told us about giant squid. Yep. For for years and centuries. And we were like, no. No. Exactly. There's no giant squid fighting big whales. That doesn't happen. And now we see giant squid. Yep. So that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And that's kind of what we said was, and it's been kind of interesting through the process. Because there are some things where like, we were like, this must be real somewhere. We just can't find the article. Right. And then... While we were printing the game, because I also do social media, mm -hmm. so a lot of times I'm just looking for articles of sure. like fun stuff to put up, and I'm like, "Hey guys, did we do this in the game?" And they're like, "Oh yeah, I have the card for it." I'm like, "Well, science has proven it." <laughs> and, and they're like, "What?" I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, that's real." Nice. Like, oh, we thought it had to be. That's awesome. So some of that's happening too. That is really, really cool. Yeah. That is really cool. So you're uh, your scientist that you guys brought on staff mm -hmm. or or uh, partnered with. Yeah. Really boiled a lot of stuff down for you guys, and so we think. This is where it could go. And then you guys went off and made cards that represented that. So what was really interesting was, so in the beginning of the process, kind of building the architecture yeah. was where the oceanographer came in. Yeah. There were sort of two teams that worked on the game. Okay, there yeah. was a team that built kind of the big overall structure. Right. And then the second team that we had in-house, which was um, Dominic and a gentleman by the name of Ben, who also works with us. And the two of them like took that structure, kind of needled it a little bit, and then started working on these cards. They would right. kind of send them back and forth. Hey, do these seem reasonable? Okay, cool. Yeah. And through that, in some cases, Ben is just, he'll just get on Google and just lose his mind. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. so he's like, oh, this is a thing. This is a thing. I think yeah. this is a thing. This seems reasonable. Yeah. And that's how we ended up with it. So it was just, it's, it was a lot of like, what I like to say, just geeks looking yeah. too long on, on yeah. Google, <laughs> going on so science deep. articles. I love the idea though, because like when you make a game like this, it's based mm -hmm. in reality. Yeah. You end up kind of becoming an expert. In this thing now, like Ben probably has arcane knowledge of deep water creatures that nobody else in the gaming scene knows. Oh, I found even having the office next to them <laughs> and knowing. So, I mean, yeah. like for all of these, I do what we're doing here. So sure. I need to be able to discuss it intelligently. Right. So they would occasionally bring me in. So they're like, yeah. well, here's the thing we're working on. Here's what it does. Yeah. Here's this. Or they would come over and I'm sort of like the normal guy. Yeah. So they would say like, hey, so what do you know about the mantis shrimp? Uh, and I'd go, yeah. well, I mean, I, I know the oatmeal. I know the yeah. mantis shrimp does the... And then yeah. they were like, oh, that's cavitation. We're doing that yeah. as a... Bull. Okay, yeah. so people know that. And yeah. I'm like, well, I don't know if people know it. <laughs> I know I know it. Yeah, me so, as a fun geek guy. Yeah, yeah I like, I kind of get it. Yeah, so yeah. cool. I think yeah. enough people have probably heard of it right. that it seems reasonable that people might know what you're at talking about. At the very about. least, somebody at the gaming table will have been like, I also read the oatmeal. I know this thing. And then everybody else at the table was like, oh, okay. And then that's a really yeah. cool table moment where everybody gets to share their knowledge of this thing. Exactly. That is really cool. And then the goal for the deep was, was that every card you'd want. So normally what we do here at yeah. North Star Games is we balance games on the head of a pin. 
and you can just spin them and walk away and they just slowly turn. Yeah. That's how well balanced they are. That's what sure. Dominic loves to make. Yeah. This was the first time where, you know, kind of for years we've been saying like, the gaming community wants a hundred presents to open up. Right. And they don't care if they're balanced. They just want to, as long as they are all unbalanced yeah. in the same way. So so here's, here's where I've, because on the show we talk about that exactly. Mm -hmm. I call it emotionally balanced. Yes. The, 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 it's not mathematically balanced, yeah. but when you have the thing, you feel empowered by it. There's yeah. an emotional balance. Like, I have this awesome thing I'm going to get to do, and someone else has an awesome thing they get to do. And when the two of them meet, one of us is going to win or lose. Yeah. But when you look at it, you emotionally feel... I'm in. Like, there's an emotional truth that there's a connection to it and there's a balance to it. And that was exactly, literally, the goal. Really? Was that every card, all however many, because the yeah. problem is, is there's a certain number that are going to come in the retail version and there's more that came in the Kickstarter. Right. So I just don't remember what the right, number right. is anymore. Well, we'll say then, 50. And then also gives you guys a lot of room to introduce more cards later on exactly. during shows well, and so things like that. Well, so one of the things we're going to do is, and this is really neat, and I hope we convey this correctly in all of our literature, yeah. is you're going to be able to buy more copies of all of the cards from us. So if you want to build your deep, Oh. that works the way you want your deep to work. Wow. You can do that. We've provided you with one of every card. Yeah. And if you want more, we will sell them to you and you can build just, the game you want to build. Just stack the deck how you like it. Exactly. Because like, we have balanced them essentially against each other and we've made sure that every single card in the deep works with those uh, 10 or 11 traits yeah. that are in the base game. Yeah. They will always work. So if your entire deck is 100 Leviathans, <laughs> we're like... I mean, like, you do you. Yeah. Uh, it seems or, weird to us. Yeah, or what if, um, you know, I imagine marine biologists are going to love this. Because my, my wife is an epidemiologist. Okay. She loves tracking diseases. Okay. So a pandemic is our game. Yep. Right? And our friend Elise, she is a biologist. So evolution is her game. Yeah. Right? I can totally see marine biologists being like, the ocean is my fucking game. Yep. It's the only game I want to play because it's got everything I want. But these fantasy things, eh, no, so, so maybe I set those aside and I buy more of the things that I know and are familiar to me and I can have a scientifically literate, mostly accurate game experience for my friends. This was literally what we wanted to do. Because, and there was a lot of push and pull. Sure. Because like the hundred unique presents, we were like, well, if we want to make a game of this time. Right. And we want to. Right. That we've got to have a you know hundred new presents to open up. Because right. that's what gamers want now. Yeah. So we have to design to that. Yeah. That's why then, like legacy games are going well and all that kind of stuff. Because exactly. oh, I get to open the box that has the thing in it. Yeah. yeah. And and we get that. Like we're yeah, gamers, sure. we yeah. understand. Yeah, it's fun. You know, yeah. and we talk about it all the time. Where I'm yeah. like, well, I don't know what all the powers do, but I know two of them, and they were fun. Yeah. You know, so <laughs> you know, and and yes. everyone's like, okay, cool, I get that. So that's what yeah. we were designing towards. Exactly. Exactly. So the base, the the eleven traits that are in the um in the surface. Yeah. You can just play that game. You don't oh, even wow. need to play the deep. And we did that specifically. So if you are, a lot of the people that like our game come from the science community and the teaching community. Yeah. What they like is that it's real. Yeah. And we were like, well, we really need to get this sci-fi element in here. So the surface is real. The surface is 100%. Every <sighs> single card absolutely really does happen, really is genuine and authentic. And so some of the deep is. So, so smart. it's exactly what we wanted to do, which was so if smart. you want your game to be all fantasy, yeah. stack it with hydras and leviathans yeah. and kaijus and And whatever else and, you guys come up with. And whatever yeah. else we come up with in the future, yeah. whatever we work with, whoever we work with, it's yeah. like, you know, yeah. sure. Like the thing I really want, and they wouldn't give it to me, and I fought, I fought tooth and nail for it, was I wanted happy as a trait so we could put happy salmon in the game. <laughs> And I, I was like, make happy. 
And they're like, that's not what this game is. And they're like, this game should do that. And we have a picture of someone put a happy salmon like in the water. Like we yeah. have a floating photograph of yes. happy salmon. And they were like, look, everything in this game right now is art that we've had commissioned. Yeah. If it goes well, we'll finally add a photograph for something else. <laughs> And I was like, but it would be great just this one photograph card yeah. and these stacks of art. Yeah. Like, and they they've said maybe they will, but that's yeah. the plan. Is that in the future, if this goes well, that we're just going to make more and more cards. Sure. And it allows us to, unlike Evolution, the reason our promos in Evolution are like alternate art. Right. And we've done a couple of new traits. We've got to be careful. And the thing is, is is uh, especially Dominic, he cares very much about the balance in a game. Yeah. And yeah. in a game like Evolution. Yeah. So like every time he makes a new trait. It's like often weeks of, but I don't know, and yeah. I don't really know if it's going to work, and we and don't like, have time to balance it against all the other I was traits. About to, I was about to say, you, the the it's not about this trait versus that trait. It's about this stack of traits that includes the new thing versus this other stack of traits. And exactly. It's like, oh, the regression testing has got to be intense. And, yeah, and exactly. That's, and yeah. We're not really, so what we've always said is, remember, yeah. if you're out there and you play Evolution, you have any yeah. of the promos. Yeah. What we say is this. It's not balanced with the promos. Yeah. Um, we made them It's to not be tournament fun. ready. Yeah, yeah, and that's the thing, was we made them to be fun. Yeah. We find every single promo we've ever made for Evolution to be non-essential. Right. People often say, like, well, I can't get the whole game. I can't get the real game. The real game was Evolution game. and Evolution Climate. They yeah. really are. Every good thing we had was there. <laughs> Anything else we made was either, like, a goof or, we, or there was, like... They let you in the room for a little too long. Yeah. Like, like I think we made one at one point for the Dice Tower that was Cybernetic Limbs. Oh, my God. And, like... That's awesome. Like, you please don't think that yeah. Cybernetic Limbs is properly balanced. Yeah. And people get kind of upset about this. So if you're one of those people that gets upset, we're sorry. Yeah. But those promos in that, that yeah. for that game, we didn't have the time to extensively test them and against fun. everything else. Yeah. We made them to be fun. Yeah. We tried to make them to not, like, completely make the, the washer <laughs> tip over. But, like, sometimes the washer might tip over. Right, just happen. Yeah, Sorry, like right. jeans yeah. are heavy. Yeah, you know, like and that just might happen. <laughs> right, um, yeah, cybernetic legs kind of heavy when you throw them in the wash. Exactly, because yeah. yeah. there's that. There's also ESP. There's one that's oh, like yeah. a lizard with a wizard's hat. Oh yeah, I think and I saw that on on BGG. Yeah, yeah that yeah. one does some weird stuff. So yeah. like in this game, we're hoping that yeah. the way we've made the architecture on this, right. that when we add new cards, they're all going to work. Right. And any of them or none of them are essential. And by the time you get to the deep, it sounds like, I could be yep. wrong here, it sounds like by the time you get to the deep, you will have already had some of the base traits on your creatures. Yes. And so it's not like you're going to be a naked creature against deep powers. No, and you're literally obligated to wait. Okay, the, yeah. You cannot yeah. play those deep cards. You can draw them on your turn when you have your card draw, right. but you can't play them until right. enough fish have moved from one pool, and yeah. that's going to take a while. Yeah. Um, yeah. The other neat thing is, so some people like this about evolution, some don't which is what many people, I think, and I don't know that uh, we use this term, I think they're going to get mad at me that I do, is the take that of evolution, which oh. is that I can needle your creatures out of the game and laugh as they die. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, the uh, screw your neighbor type exactly. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we like to think it isn't really that bad in the game, but we understand how emotionally some people feel about that. Sure. In, I, I think a lot of times that has to do with the players at the too. table. That me has too. so much to do with the players at the table. Like, like when I'm playing and I want to be competitive, I'm going against number one. Yeah. Or going against number two. Yeah. But I can totally see how some tables have like a toxic element where somebody just doesn't like another player, and it doesn't matter whether that player's doing well or not; they're going to yeah. keep going after him. Or and if it's you're like, like me, you're like, "Oh, David wins every game." Well, let me tell you one game he's not winning. Yeah. He's not winning this one. Yeah, exactly. No, I have. Uh, <laughs> I used to tell the story. I used to play with this guy who always won every game, and I would campaign the table yep. to try and beat him, and they would go along with it for two or three turns, and then he would be like beaten back. And never be like, oh, we feel bad for him. And then he would storm from behind and win. <laughs> 
know. And, and that's how, and sometimes games become that kind of politics. Sure, One sure, of the things yeah. I personally really love about Oceans is your creatures do not die till the end of your turn. Oh, So neat. what that means is, as I said before, yeah. the riddle of evolution is yeah. how do I get enough creatures to get enough currency right. to do the things I want to do? Right. In Oceans, okay. Bad things have happened. I'm now sitting on four creatures and only one turn to feed them. Yeah. How do I do it? Yeah. So it's things like you have a filter feeder that does this and a parasite that can feed off of a filter feeder to its left or right. And then you have um, uh, a bottom feeder yeah. that as long as any of the predators attack, the bottom feeder will feed. So it's how do I get these things in the right order, in the right placement, so that when I trigger this one guy, the whole table eats. So wait, does that mean that I am now kind of incentivized to actually feed on my own a little bit more? You are incentivized to feed on your own. You're also incentivized to figure out where other people at the table have the big guys, the big oh. that are the two far extremes, and figure out how to use them. Oh, wow. You're also, so now um, in evolution, that, your left that, and right are makes, hard stops. That makes so much more, wow. Yeah. Okay. So now there is no hard stop to your left and right. <gasps> so now, so like, I could have like cooperation to pull from evolution. Cooperation could feed the next player. Will feed wow. the next player. So parasitic. <laughs> if I have a parasitic to my far left, my far left is that player to my left's far right. So I might put a parasite on there to feed off of their biggest guy. And my hope may be, maybe they have a guy with a ton of fish that's doing well, oh is God. that they don't even care. They're just like, you know what? I'm not even going to mess with you because you're getting I, one fish a turn. I love this. So so what we did in my home game, we used to play Bang a lot. Yep, yep, yep. And we would let people have multiple cowboys in front of them and have them affect the range. Yep. So like this concept of my species is my range, and then that player over there is right next to my, my rightmost species. Yep. That is so freaking cool. Yeah. I love it, it. Yeah, it is super. And so it really makes you kind of look at it. And yeah. what we're attempting to kind of kind of show is is the the interconnectivity of the species. Yeah. The net. Yeah. You yeah. know, and it's one of those things, the net goes everywhere. Yeah. It's also, so there's like a card called schooling. Sure. And what that represents is your Leviathan can be taken down if I have enough little guys. Right. If I right. have... 50,000 small fish, yeah. your whale might not make it. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what this represents. The death of a thousand cuts. Absolutely. Exactly. Absolutely. And then at the end of the turn, every single species that you have is going to lose one fish. Yeah. And as long as your guys still have fish, they yeah. make it to the next turn. That's awesome. And then, so then there are some things where you want to rapidly kill things. So you have like a rapid aging because you yeah. want to get points in your bag or yeah. you have a parasite that feeds on this big thing. The other thing it has is there's a limit to the number of fish you can have. Okay. Um, and it, once you hit the limit, you have too many fish and you actually have to essentially like throw up a whole bunch of fish. Oh, you wow. get knocked down to half and your fish get thrown into the reef where people can eat them again. That's awesome. So you can that overfeed. Is so so good. you've got to keep each of your species in this balance. Kind of compresses the table a little bit. Yeah. I love that. I Unless love that. there are traits that say like, oh, you're a super feeder. Gotcha. So it doesn't matter how many fish you have. You gotcha. always have capacity. Gotcha. And that's your magic powers. You yeah. always have capacity. Gotcha. Um, so there's all kinds of neat stuff. And what that means is when you're kind of opening those presents up, in any given game, so the deck is... I want to say it might be 70 cards. And once again, those of you out there, look at our websites and they'll yeah, give you yeah, numbers. Yeah, yeah, I kind yeah, of yeah. barely have yeah. them grasped because they're different numbers depending on which version of the game you have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but you're only going to see maybe 10 or 12 cards per game. So those change. The replayability time, is huge. Oh, is immense. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because of that. So you're yeah. going to get a chance. And you're going to say like, oh, well, you know, he won because he had the Leviathan. Well, he, there's no Leviathan this game. Now we're Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because so yeah, the Leviathan's at the bottom of the deck now. Yeah. And much like Evolution, where you have to adapt to what everybody else is doing. Right. That is even bigger yeah. in this game as you're yeah. adapting. But what I like is, is that like that take that thing. 
I can I can knock you down. I can't knock you out. And you still get to solve your riddle. Right. When the deep cards are out, those are face up, so I can see what. Was... So it's it's like ticket to ride. Okay. There's I there's a, a two card flop. You yeah. can choose either of these two cards, or you can just take the top off the deck. Okay. So I could I could nobody gets to see the one off the top of the yes. deck. Yes. But okay, that makes a lot of sense. So you are yeah. allowed to spring things on people. Where right. You're like, right. Oh, you didn't realize yeah. I'm the kraken. <laughs> like you can so that, and emotionally that sure. feels amazing. Sure. Yeah. Now you yeah. did also have to go in blind, so you've given away some of your strategy. Right. To have a bigger emotional appeal. Right. Right, yep. right, yep, yep. That makes a lot of sense. I like that. That's a really cool balance of a lot of tools that I've seen in some of the games, but a lot of really unique stuff here. Um, that's, so that's what we're trying for. Yeah, that is really neat, really neat. Really cool innovation. So yeah. when is that going to be available for purchase? So this is just a significantly more complicated question I like to answer. So um, if, you, <laughs> if you backed it on our Kickstarter, right. you're in what we call wave one. Okay. So you'll be getting that. I've heard everything from before Christmas to not before Christmas. <laughs> those are the two things that Those are the two matter. things that um, Originally, we ended up in some production delays. Okay. Because quite frankly, we got the pieces from the from the manufacturer and we just didn't like them. We were oh, like, wow, we want a yeah. better game than this. Yeah, And yeah. unfortunately, we're going to have to push off a month or two. That's how it goes. To get a better game. That's how it goes. Um, and that's yeah. what we did. Yeah. So wave one, in all good theory, should be out like no later than January. Yeah. And then there's wave two. If you backed us on backer kit, that was the second wave. And wave two comes out. Then wave three will be at retail. Gotcha. Now, I will tell you also out there, fair consumer, there are tons of friendly local game stores that backed our Kickstarter. Right. And as such, they are in wave one. Right. So uh, in all good theory... In like December or January, you may find copies in stores. See, that if is... you do, buy them now unless you want to wait till March or April. Right, right. That's something that I ran into that I've seen with other Kickstarter games where it's like, why does this local game store have this copy? And it's like, because they bought the Kickstarter. And, and that's <laughs> the know? thing. And like, we wanted to make thing. sure. Yeah. We care deeply about yeah. our, our fans. Right. We want you, I mean, don't get me wrong. We want to to shake as many hands and kiss as many babies as we possibly can. Sure. But for, for some folks, and we 100% get this, you say, hey, I like you, North Star, but you know who I like? I like Tim who works at my local game store. Right. And I want to make sure that Tim has a job. Right. And because of that, I would rather buy it from my local game store. And yeah. we think that's great. Right. We think that that whole ecosystem of stores is incredibly important. Right. So we've given them a chance to get the same thing from the Kickstarter. Right. So if that's where you want to get it. So if yeah. you see it in a store in like December or January, because people get mad at us and we don't warn them about this. Right. But if that, you really want to buy that copy. That, that's, that's the other thing about this is like gamers are competitive. Mm -hmm. Right. And they want to be the first with the thing yeah. that, they, that they're excited about. And so when they see it in a store, they wait, wait, huh? I did all this effort. And it's like, of course, the store also did the same effort you did exactly. to get the thing. And yeah. that's also the thing. If you weren't a part of any of this stuff, we get it. Yeah. You want to see the game and we 100% respect that. You'd like to yeah. touch it and, and taste it and feel it. And that's when you'll buy it. And we get that as well. Yeah. What I will tell you is if you see it in like December or January, you're not going to see it again <laughs> until like April. Right. Because it means that store backed yeah. our Kickstarter and that yeah. store has it right now. When yeah. they run out, there is not a pull for them right. to grab more. Right. Yeah. Not um, for a while. Yeah. yeah. Not for yeah. a while. Yeah. And then there I believe we had been saying that it was going to be like a February. And as I think we're pushing off, yeah. I'm going to say March or April. So sure. I usually phrase it like Wait. this. The end of yeah. Q1, the beginning of Q2 right. is when you'll see the actual like retail copy. Yeah. Of yeah. And this is, I mean, I think that like by now us consumers are conditioned to understand that things are, things are fluid. Yeah. Um, and so that makes a lot of sense. And I think that, you know, you being open and upfront about that just helps that, you know? That's what we're hoping is we yeah. try to just make it as clear to everyone as possible. I've sort of found as I talk to people in BGG, they sometimes 
don't understand. So here's the thing I'm going to say. No matter how big a company you think it is, right. and I'll say even your Asmodees that are much bigger than us right. are still just run by people. Right. And at the end of the day, it is people that want to make the best possible games for you. Right. And sometimes along the way, someone in the middle goes, hey, did anybody notice how terrible the cardboard in this game is? Are we going to fix that or is that just like cool? <laughs> and people say like, no, that's not what that's supposed to be. Like, isn't that just a mock-up to show us what it looks visually? No, manufacturers saying this is the real game. Is this the game we meant to make? And they go, oh no, it yeah. is not. Get yeah. someone on the horn and fix this. Yeah. So sometimes it just pushes things off because yeah. of that. Yeah. Um, yeah, and not everybody in the chain here is a gamer. You yes. know, like the factory probably doesn't care at all. You know? No, no, the factory is just like, hey, are all the die lines lined up? Are all yeah. the... and, and die lines, for those of you that just like don't pay uh, super close attention, is die lines are essentially the lines that we have that show us where they're going to cut. The thing right. they cut with is called a die. Right. And the die lines say, well, you should probably cut here. Yeah, this is and the part that makes sense so you can see all the words and see the nice border and all the things. Exactly. Yeah. And normally you have a tolerance when you make it of a little bit one way or a little bit the other. Right. Because even with machines, when the machines push all the pieces of cardboard together, eh, yeah. You've, you've shuffled a deck of cards. Yeah. As soon as you push them together, a couple of them are a little off. Yeah. So you try to make a little bit of space. Yeah. Um, so they're just making sure that everything's fitting in that space. Right. What they may not notice is, is that the pieces of paper they put in are the wrong pieces of paper. <laughs> and sometimes you're like, no, your paper is wrong. Yeah. And they say, oh... Huh, odd coinky dink. <laughs> yeah. We were ready to make 30,000 with that paper. Yeah. And you're like, oh, that would be the worst idea. <laughs> that would be bad. <laughs> Can you go back and fix that? And they go, sure, but I'll need new paper. Right. And that will take 20 days. And right. You're like, huh. <laughs> Interesting you should say that because 20 days is when this game is supposed to be out. <laughs> so sometimes you find those things. And in some cases, it I, just things aren't I, quite right. I really appreciate you sharing with us that hypothetical. Situation. Well, I mean, yeah. and like some of those happened here and some didn't. Yeah, yeah, some yeah, yeah. Parts we just didn't like the look of colors. Right. And we but that's how it goes. That's how it goes. Can. Is that like, is that you know, us as consumers, we see due dates, we see promises, yes. and it's like, look, look, look. These are like, this is like happy path promise. This yes. is like everything's working well promise. You know, like we all understand, or we should hopefully understand that things can happen. Well, and in most cases, we even. Because people say, well, I'm sure they build time in. Of course we do. But sometimes... <laughs> you can't some, build in a month. <laughs> yeah, well, and, and sometimes you do. Sometimes wow, you build in, okay. Some, yeah. I've built in, for things in the past, I've built in as much as a quarter. Wow. Where I say, oh, it's going to come out Q3. And everybody... So I'm sort of the front person. I'm talking to you here. Sure, so I'm, yeah. I'm the guy. Yeah, yeah. And behind me, people are saying, like, you can tell them it comes out in June. And I'm like, it'll be out in Q3. Yeah. And I go, you can say June. And I go... I'm going to say Q3. Q3. <laughs> and then it will hit in November. Right. So, like, I wasn't even right. Yeah. And, the, and, and the thing will be is every step of the way, everyone assures us, oh, it's going to yeah. be June, it's going to be oh, June, yeah. it's going to be June. Oh, yeah. oh, and yeah. then we, like, find out that the pieces are wrong. Yeah, and yeah, And we're like, yeah. these aren't fish. Yeah. And they're like, you asked for meeples. Yeah. And we're like, like, no, we asked for fish. Yeah. It's a fish game. Yeah. And everything has to get fish, So I so need those, yeah. sometimes things like that happen. Yeah. So uh, just letting you know out there, if that's the kind of thing you sort of get yourself involved in. Well, we do everything we can to hit these numbers sure. as best we can. Sure. But no matter how big the company, even your, yeah. you know, your, even your Hasbros. Right. Um, 
they're better. They've learned over the number of games they've made how to better hit the curve. <laughs> and they've learned how to Well, what the of, pad you need to build in is. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, and they've yeah. sort of learned how to have more control over their manufacturers than maybe smaller companies, even in Asmodee, yeah. yeah. than smaller companies have. So right. sometimes those are the issues. That's sure. not necessarily what hit this game, but parts of it are definitely uh, based on real events, but yeah. the names have been changed to protect the innocent. <laughs> There's no dragnet ruling here. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. But, exactly. Yeah. So that's the first wave should be coming out. You should be seeing them uh, late December, early January. Awesome. The second wave, I think, is supposed to be like 30 or 60 days later. Yeah. And then sort of when the third boat comes is when all the stuff's going to be in retail. Yeah, and this is really a boat, like, over the ocean full of games. Oh, yeah, yeah no, no, yeah. this is literally a boat. That's yeah. another one. Since we're talking about it. Yeah. Because uh, conventions like this. So there's probably right. going to be stuff on the floor where there's going to be like 100 copies. Right. And um, a 1,000 people are going to want it. Yeah. There will only be 100 copies of something here. Right, That is because literally a company paid to to a loss to have a plane (laughs) fly those games here like you would get on a jet to go on vacation. Right, yeah. It's like like the difference between like driving yourself someplace and being like, I want to get on a plane for one thing. Yes. It's like more expensive maybe. And you're right, at a loss because... There's a, a community, you're giving to the community, people are excited, you're building well, buzz and high dollars. Ex- and and that's yeah. the thing. And yeah. like everybody, you know, like, well, they're just building buzz. Yes, we'd like you to know about our game. Right. Um, so sometimes that will happen. Right. And, and also some of it is you guys just saying, we, well, we promised it would be there. Exactly. So we have to deliver on that promise, even if it's not to the quantity we want it. Yeah. Like we had um, the one I love, because we're not normally the company that has like angry people at our booth. Because we just, <laughs> uh, like we very rarely have like. You guys are such a nice company. You we're we're, like, we're kind of yeah. laid back. And yeah. people are like, oh, I'll see your game, and then I'll see. It's never like the running at the door. We're never in like the running of the nerds normally. <laughs> like even Happy Salmon Blue, which was the one I saw where people were like, oh my god, you made a blue one. I can add yeah. it to Happy Salmon. I need yeah. to have it. Yeah. But people were like, but after I get this, this, and this, I'll come by. <laughs> um, yeah. But for Herb Witches, we were mm-hmm. like, we're gonna have Herb Witches there. Right. I said to the company, the the manufacturer, hey, we need Herb Witches. Okay, you'll have the Herb Witches. The Herb Witches would be there. Don't worry. <laughs> uh, and we get to we we call them and we say, hey. Where's um, Herbwitches? No, no, no. There are 10 cases here. We ordered 30 cases. Oh. Yeah, you ordered the 10 cases. We went, no, we ordered 30 cases. Whoa. But it looks like they left us the 30 cases. Don't know where they are. We're like, what? Oh, no. So then we found out that like we had we were bringing over 200 copies of Herbwitches, yeah. which already wasn't enough, but it was yeah. all we could really afford to bring over for this. Yeah. Uh, at the airport, they told us, because we went to our own local airport to pick them up to not have to kill any more time to make sure we had them for Gen Con. Sure. And at the airport, they're like, oh, they have 102. Signed for 102, we were like 200. They're like, oh, you're absolutely right, 96. <gasps> And we were like, what? No, How no, did no. the number go down? Yeah, and they were like, oh, we missed, we accidentally miscounted the cases. It was actually 96. Oh my God. So more than half of what we had allocated, which already we knew was not enough, but it was what we could afford to bring, yeah. wasn't there. People were livid. And we kept saying like, look, we're real sorry. And we shipped the other 102. Eventually they found them somewhere in Europe and got them to us and we shipped them to our main warehouse so that we could sell them online oh so at least people could get them early. Yeah. But we knew all of this was before the main release and we were just trying to get it out to people yeah. because you get those chances to get in yeah. people's hands so they can talk about it. Yeah. But we had one of those. And I mean, that stuff happens sometimes, folks. And I mean, we had a lot of people say, well, you said you would have. And I'm like, Look, man, we wanted to head don't. Yeah. At all times, I would love nothing more than to sell you things. Right. <laughs> yeah, I want I, that. I, I want super that. want to hand you this box yeah, right now. Yeah, believe I me, can't. I would love for you to hand me yeah. any form of world currency, <laughs> yeah. and I hand you this box. Well, we just it, don't have them. Yeah, as long as it's not like the German whatever it is. Or not yeah. the German, the uh, the Greek 
lira or whatever exactly. it is. Like. Yeah, like as long as you don't give it to me in Zimbabwe, yeah. we're cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, but sometimes that kind of stuff happens. And right. I would say in most cases, like people are sort of worried about like where you are in the marketing machine. Yeah. And they're like, oh, well, they're only artificially, no company is artificially reducing the numbers yeah no i like that would be ridiculous why yeah. why would you ever do that you would always want to say we sold this many copies on day one yeah. isn't that big number really awesome yeah like, <laughs> like and we feared we were going to be that company that went we brought 200 we sold 200 in the first hour and a half yeah but it's what we could afford to bring over yeah so just as a note if you're out there and just kind of you're involved in this stuff i like to tell these stories because yeah. back before i worked for a company i didn't understand right. so i was that guy that was going well you said january 2nd even yeah. if i build a month in you february 2nd you effectively signed a contract with me exactly <laughs> and i was that dude i sure. get it i was that dude sure. that felt like i had you know like this is this to me like high show gaming is so much about like kind of behind the scenes mm -hmm. stuff so this is great i mean to kind of get the understanding of like when we had we had another company on talking about how printing costs have all gone up yep. in the new world order and like how some companies are really struggling and all that kind of stuff it's like that's Definitely. super like it's tough to hear and you you kind of you you don't like that that's a reality but it's really cool to be able to talk about that in this space so i, I appreciate you sharing that not a problem not a problem yeah. as anyone has questions Yep. If they want to just reach out, if they want to reach out to the company, I do social media at North Star Games anywhere yep. uh, that you are. Uh, if you want to, if you like, I have a question outside of North Star. You can find me on Board Game Geek as Brusco, okay. or you can find me on Twitter as Brusco Thinks. Okay. Uh, most of the stuff I talk about on there is either like drag queens or professional wrestling. Beautiful. So just be prepared. Well, uh, more parallels than you'd think. Significantly more parallels than you'd think. <laughs> yeah. That allows me to push my, one of my favorite uh, YouTube shows, which is Nobody's Watching Wrestling. Nice. Which is, it is drag queens who yes. who critique wrestling. Yes. Um, so if that's the thing, if that is your world. That is my wife's jam right now. She doesn't even know about it. Yeah. She's going to find that. And Nobody's watching wrestling. By and large, they clock the outfits. Yes. But that doesn't mean they don't talk about the action. Sure. But sure. it is a New York drag queen troupe of three people. It's a DJ and two yes. drag queens yes. that talk about like the major pay-per-views. That is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, yeah. So, so if that's a thing you care about, yeah. by all means, <laughs> and follow at Brusco Thinks. Yeah. And I can talk to you about it there. But yeah, we're everywhere. We try to make sure that North Star has a presence on Board Game Geek at all times. You're either yep. talking to me or Dominic, who is right. not only the president of the company, the main kind of creative driving force. Right. Um, that he's available to answer questions. That's he wonderful. tries to, to get to all that as much as he so can. It's so important, I think, these days for you guys to be available and open and communicating with folks mm -hmm. on, on beyond just your own sites and your own forums and your own like email chains and all that kind of stuff. Really, well, I mean, really great. And the main thing I think all companies are trying to do, and I mean, yeah. this is from us to Coca-Cola to the WWE, yeah. is we're trying to find people where they are. Yeah. You know, if, yeah. if where you are, we like most companies do not use Twitter a lot. I mean, among right. the sphere of all of companies, not right. board gaming. Right. But board gaming cares very much about Twitter. Right. Which is why like that is where all the folks are. So yeah. that's where we are. We have a right. presence there. Right. We, whereas things like TikTok, we don't necessarily do yeah. because a lot of board gamers aren't on TikTok yet. Right. Instagram for us is a relatively recent thing because yeah. board gamers are just starting to get into Instagram. I, I was about to say that that's kind of our trajectory too. Like we started in Facebook and it's like, mm -hmm. I, we, we have to be in the Twitter game because yeah. that's where everybody's at. We should probably start up a, an Instagram 
and maybe one day when I find someone else to do it, a TikTok. <laughs> a TikTok. So TikTok's a lot of fun. Yeah. It's just kind of uh, the way that you can interact with another person is not sort of the same way you can in all the other right. sort of social medias. Right. But yeah, we're in all of those places. Like I said, yeah. feel free to either reach out to me personally if you have a question yeah. where you're like, Bruce, I wonder about this thing. Yeah. Um, at Party Gamecast, if you're like, hey, that show sounded weird. Let's yeah. see. <laughs> let's, let's see what, see what that's that all is. Yeah. Yeah. Feel free to reach out in any yeah. of those ways. But like yeah. I said, if you have any questions for North Star, by all means, always feel free to let us know whether it's just a general kind of big picture. I was wondering about this thing yeah. or if it's, for instance, I opened up my copy of Quacks of Quidlinburg and all of the boards are in Japanese. Can you please help me? <laughs> yes. And the answer is yes. We're working yeah. on it right now. We can certainly help you. Yeah. Do not hesitate to contact us and let us know. We're pretty good about that. Sometimes on weekends, we do actually take weekends. That's so weird. Oh, uh, but, but past, <laughs> we like to warn people. Yeah, uh, yeah. But past that, yeah, we're always there. We're always available. We always want to help you. Yeah. If you have questions, I love, I usually work Christmas. Mm. Usually at my house, I always have my phone on that has all of my social media. So one year, I actually walked someone through how to play Evolution the Beginning on Christmas. Because oh they were like, I don't understand how this works. Aww. And it kind of came with like the rest of it, like, I guess I'll find out in a couple of days. Aww. And I was like, interesting. I happen to be awake. Let's Let do this. Let me step you through this. Do you have people there? Yeah. And like literally, I stepped through on Facebook Messenger. That is awesome. Teaching somebody how to play Evolution in the awesome. Beginning. Because I was like, that's kind of, you know, yeah. if you can, that's what you're, you're going to do. That's I, really cool of you, you know. to do. So we, really we try that kind of stuff when we can. Yeah. So we try to be as avail available as much as we possibly can for questions, big and small. Right, right, right. Yeah. And uh, I will link all that in the, in the show notes Please so folks do. can find you, find uh, all the ways that you guys are active in social media. Yep. You personally, your show, and of course, North Star. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So that's wonderful. Um, Bruce, dude, this has been a phenomenal time. I've had so much fun. David, thanks so much. I didn't realize. So earlier I heard you do it. I never get to motherfucker on any of these shows that I do. <laughs> Um, I'm just not allowed to because we have to yeah. keep it family friendly. Yeah. So I just want to get one in there yeah. because that's never a thing I get to do. Yeah. And I yeah. just wanted to, to stretch that muscle real quick. Do it, man. Do yeah. it. Yeah. And that's never, I'm never really, and I've set myself because I never know who I'm going to be talking yeah, to. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I like to call us dirty wholesome. Okay. You know? Yeah, I get yeah. it. So that's our, that's our gig. So a little cussing, no big deal. Nice. Fun. nice. Thank you yeah. so much for having me. Yeah. The magic of the internet, and we're back, and we just listened to it also. Yes, <laughs> like a cooking show. You all just sat through that interview. Rich and I likewise sat through that interview. We super It was promise. great. Yeah. I mean, man, I was taking notes all the way through that thing. It was really <laughs> interesting and entertaining. You guys had a really good dynamic together. And dude, immediately, I know our next podcast series. I know what it needs to be. Oh, really? Board games in bars bars oh. when you were talking about being in the bar and you guys are kind of hiding out in the back of the closed yes. down bar i thought of jerry seinfeld with like comedian in cars yes and then jaywalking with jay because i'm a boomer so yeah. i remember those things yeah and then i was like we need board games in bars oh my god where yeah. we just interview developers in shut down bars where there's no alcohol and or lots of alcohol. Maybe there's lots of alcohol with her. I would like friends. that version. Yeah. <laughs> but I have a feeling what would make it unique is that it's dark and lonely and sad. <laughs> well, okay. So uh, game developers that listen to this show regularly, you heard it here first. Uh, we want to now launch a new show where we get you drunk in a bar and play your board game and talk about it. <laughs> That's right. And, and where's the bar that's from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia? Is that really in Philly somewhere? I have no idea. I'm sure that I'm sure that there's some, you know, FAQ that will tell us. Yeah, maybe we could go to Patty's Pub and do interviews from there. That would be greatness. Oh, my God. 
Uh, yeah, as long as it's a safe neighborhood, that they'd be okay. Yeah. Is that, is that kind of tough to get sometimes? <laughs> sometimes. Just okay. a little. Uh, but yeah, I, I love that idea. I, it was funny when we were there because it really was like this shut down, like sad little bar area. It's kind of dark. None of the lights were on. And there's this one worker that was wandering around like, what are these two yahoos doing? <laughs> They're in a booth talking to each other like someone else is listening. Because <laughs> the microphone I bring is really small. So right. it's not like they saw the microphone. It was just clear that Bruce and I were having a conversation with some unseen party. <laughs> and doing a very good job of it, too. The recording sounded really great. So I was glad to see the equipment held up also very well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That went out really well. You know, last time we did some recordings, they were like out on the show floor. They didn't go so right. well. Uh, this one was really nice because we're off in a, in a side area. Um and I, dude, I'm such a huge fan of Bruce now. Like I, you know, if you ever wanted your job, dude, Bruce, it's yours. Dude, <laughs> what are you doing to me? <laughs> I'm not going to be able to sleep all night tonight. I'm going to have like nightmares <laughs> of me just talking to my microphone alone in my room <laughs> all by myself with like Kleenex boxes on my feet. Yeah, but you'll be able to like console yourself with wrap snacks. So it's okay. With wrap snacks. I'm, yes, I got I got me the Wheezy, the... Um, <laughs> I got me wrap snacks from Feta Wap. Yes. And little boozy. Ooh. And I got some showing up with Cardi. <laughs> it's gonna be great, dude. See, so it's like a consolation prize. You you lose co-host gig, but you gain wrap snacks. <laughs> and I yes, I get to have my my Fetty Wap honey jalapeno potato chips. But that was really interesting that they do like a 40 minute on his podcast. Okay, now we're jumping around a little guys. Yeah. Board games and bars, it's happening. Yeah. Number two, it was interesting that he has his own podcast on party games. Yes. And it was party games, people play that play party games, people. Yeah. Or something like that. Like yeah. you, it's the same thing forward and backwards. Yeah. You just got to type in party games, podcast, people, party games, and, and you got it. Yes. <laughs> yes. And it kind of works every way you go. So that was interesting. They spend like 40 minutes talking about food every time. Yeah. I really feel like we missed something by not having a, let's talk about drinks. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's it. We're going to have like a whole new, a whole new format now that we spend the first 20 minutes going over what we're drinking yeah. before we actually get to anything. I know <laughs> guests will love it. Oh yeah. Yeah. It'll like, be great. God, am I really going to have to sit through this whole part? Yeah. Couldn't they you have know, done this funny. without me? <laughs> yeah. That's That's interesting. I think that's a difference in having guests. Right. Versus always just talking yourselves in your same crew, your same group all the time. Right. You know, you don't have to be accommodated at all in that sense, but it sounded really fun. You know, I, I need to go check out their podcast. I also was, I love the displo the diplomacy idea for them. That would be really funny on their, their deal. Yes. Um, man, oceans. Oh my gosh. I so want to play that. It yeah. reminded me, you know, I like to read more than you know, the back of my cereal boxes. So I actually like to read some books <laughs> with once the maze. The, Cause yeah. I know, I know you're doing Cocoa Puffs, you know, so you got the maze Ooh. on the back and the fruity loopies, man. <laughs> fruity loopies and lucky charms are my fave. And I want to tell you, I did a crazy Amazon purchase the other day. I, I was on the phone, chit chatting. This is a risky maybe, thread folks. Yes. Maybe having a few little too many drinks. And I talked about how much I love lucky charms. And then they went, you know, you can buy just the marshmallows. And I was like, what the F are you talking about? I and didn't next know thing you, you know, the next day I wake up and I get a notice, your marshmallows have shipped. And I'm like, what marshmallows have shipped? 
And so I've ordered like a 20 pound no. pallet of no. marshmallows. Oh my God. Dehydrated marshmallows. So I can't wait. I'm just going to, man, I'm going to put that 60 pounds <laughs> right back on, Dave. I'm going to sit down and just Dude, munch out on You better give those away. You better give those away. So, but yeah, you know, we were talking about, oh, so oceans, I like to read. Sorry, I got way off track there. Um, I like to read and a lot of authors, you know, they'll talk about in the uh, preface or the epilogue and how much research they put into their books yeah. that they, they become like an expert on that subject. Right. And you brought that up about game designers, especially something like oceans. Right. It was really neat to hear. They just didn't go Wikipedia fish in ocean. Yeah. Yeah. And start just putting things in. They were yeah. actually, they had an you know, expert. what was the, what was the. Captain or Kupabari, the rocket shrimp does a a cavitation. Cavitation, yeah, that's yeah, the magic yeah. word. Not yeah. So the uh, the rainbow shrimp does cavitation. Yes. It moves its claws so fast that the water boils, and it like destroys you know hard shell crab and all kinds of stuff. I you know, watch that on YouTube. That's oh, the yeah. first thing I thought of when I said oh, yeah. when I heard that. I was like, "What?" And the oatmeal did a really good uh, comic on the rainbow shrimp. You should go check out the oatmeal I will. one. I will. I'm just blown away that they brought like a marine biologist on staff and, as a as a consultant. And right. I'm really glad that the marine biologist was like, "Yeah, no, no, no. You can't make oceans an expansion to evolution. That just doesn't work." No. And they're like, "Really?" And he's like, "No." <laughs> Dude, and it was awesome to hear that they're going to have kaiju and then yeah. kraken. I mean, yeah. if I had to get a tattoo, I'd get a kraken tattoo. Yeah. I'm telling you, those guys are beasts. Yeah. And so they got all those crazy tentacles and stuff and yeah. they're all cool and hot. Yeah, the and giant shit. beak. Yeah. Yes. So I was really great to see that they went back and um, just didn't say, you know, what's that huge flounder fish? Is it a flounder? What's the one that's like in the ocean that's like huge, like my... Like bigger than my car. Oh, my truck. Um, oh yeah, the uh, like the what is it, Maui Maui or whatever the the big. I don't know, the but big, we just don't yeah. have a bunch of just random fish. We can actually have some fun fantasy yeah. stuff. Yeah, but then it, if you're not like about it, you can take those cards out. And right. I thought, wow, what a great idea. Yeah, so like the person who's like running a science class and wants to do a mm. board game lesson, they can take out all the fantasy cards of krakens and all that kind of stuff, and still have excuse me a totally viable board game like that is just really smart on their part and i love that they got rid of the on my turn i kill your character right i kill your species because that's one of the challenges of evolution is that like somebody who starts to break out ahead dude they could get munched into oblivion they could just be tag teamed by all the other players and so the fact that you get a chance to save your species at the end of your turn that's cool that's really really cool they did a really, it sounds like a really great job. Sounds like you enjoyed playing it. I can't wait to try this. Yeah. I um, I was like, this sounds like a lot of fun. I think that was a really good walkthrough they did on everything, talking about the game. So dude, kudos. Great interview too, by the way. You are like the, who's the Barbara Walters? Yeah, 2020. Because you know, we're, we're like in her year. You're like the Barbara Walters of the podcast world. Thank you. Thank you. You're, yeah. You're uh, welcome. <laughs> Yeah, it was a really fun interview. Uh, Bruce is such an awesome guy. Like, obviously, he's super funny. Even on the walk over, we met over by where you went and got your badge at the show. And then we walked to find a a quieter place to sit and talk. And on the walk over, he had me howling. So, like, before we even got 
going, I was already lost. I was like, all right, this I don't is like be this the funniest guy. thing. No, no, we need to just ixnay ixnay this guy. <laughs> he's on the he's on the grudge list now forever. He'll Capital never be allowed back to on rich. the show. <laughs> Look, there can be more than one funny guy in the world, dude. It's okay. It's impossible. <laughs> well, for you, I'm your only funny guy. No one else is allowed to be your funny guy. Bruce, text me, bro. It's cool. Except for when baby Dax gets big. He's allowed to be your funny guy number two. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. But I'm still number one. So yeah, folks, if you listen to this, you like it, let us know. If you don't like it, let us know. Give us some feedback. This format, I mean, because we have more interviews that we're probably going to do the same format on just because this was feels like the right way to do it. Yeah. So if you like this format, let us know. If you hate this format, let us know and we will make adjustments. Love it. Awesome. Well, everyone at home, as always, thanks a ton for listening. Have fun and play well. May all your roles be crit. Thanks for listening. If you like our style, please subscribe or rate, like the podcast within your app. It helps fellow listeners find us. We really appreciate it. So thank you. To join the community, you can find us on Twitter and Discord. Facebook, Twitch, YouTube, all under the name High Shelf Gaming. Super easy to get connected and join the fun. This episode is copyrighted by High Shelf Gaming LLC and is not cleared for broadcast or syndication without written approval. The music was provided by Lil Funky on YouTube and our web presence is managed by Amy Nelson. Take care, friends. <laughs>